welcome to the Eric in the Morning podcast on 101.9 The Mix Chicago. All right, take it away, Eric. This is going to be uh, one of the rare times we do a Hey, I Was Wondering follow-up. Oh. A Hey, I Was Wondering follow-up from yesterday, where you might have remembered, I believe her name was Julie, who was a teacher, who said she uh, got to the school and all the teachers uh, last week had their windshield wipers up and they had told her, oh, you got to do this. Because if snow or ice is coming up, you got to put your windshield wipers up. And right. I've been seeing a couple of cars in my neighborhood doing this. I'm like, well, what's the deal with that? So then we talked to several of you uh, yesterday uh, who seem to be uh, in the automotive industry. And, of course, we mentioned that Whip has got a part-time job on the weekends at AutoZone. Totally true. And uh, many of you suggested that's a bad thing. Actually, don't do that. And then I believe, Whip, you were going to say uh, you said you were going to try to catch your neighbor Mako during one of his smoke breaks. That's right. In the driveway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because Mako knows everything. Mako does know everything. All right. And you thought that Mako would be able to give you some insight as to whether or not that's a good idea, right? Yeah. And uh, I did run into Mako and he just said without getting more specific, really, mm-hmm. just that uh, he has always heard that it could be damaging to your windshield wipers if you leave them on the windshield to get all iced on there like that. So he's a proponent of lifting them up. He is a proponent. Yeah, that's how I thought of him, because I know that I saw one of his cars in the driveway uh, during the, the past right. snowfall with that situation. And going it's like on. a tricked out Trans Am or something like that. No, he's got. Well, no. He's got a Porsche, he's got a motorcycle, and he also has uh, maybe like a, a Toyota or a, something like gotcha. that. And then the Toyota car. was the one in the in the driveway uh, with the windshield wipers up. I the see. other ones are in the garage, well protected. Okay, after you asked him this and you got your answer, did you then ask him to fix your hot water heater? I did. Can and he do everything? He can and totally would do that. And if it breaks, he's my first call. Okay. Even I feel kind of guilty and very unmanly. Still, you got to do what you got to do. Oh, no. Do. If you got a guy, if he's a guy. Yeah. You got a guy, you got to use your guy. Yeah, he's that's manly to have a guy. Well, All that's right. true. Now, how long have you known Mako, your neighbor? I mean, to a point that you're comfortable calling him to come over and fix your hot water heater. Yeah, you know, it's. Uh, I, I think he's been there like, let's say, five years ish. Okay. Yeah. And what is his wife's name who makes him go out and smoke in the driveway? His wife is a nurse, and her name is Lachelle. Lachelle and she is fantastic. Gotcha. So that's another call I would make were I ever going to be sick. Gotcha. Now, okay, <laughs> good plan. Yeah. Good plan. Yeah. Uh, now, would you consider yourself uh, close friends with Mako and Lachelle? Uh, I don't know if you'd say close friends, but uh, you know what? Close enough to ask them to do things Close enough you. to ask them to do every important thing that I need done, yeah. Okay. Do you think <laughs> you like them more or they like you more? Oh, my God. That's a good question. Here, okay, before I say this, I just want to say that Mako especially, but both of them are so nice. I, well, you've established. Well, they seem like they love everybody. Okay. They're just those kinds of people. Lovely you know, people. They would really? give you the shirt off their back, and they love everybody. They love talking to everybody and all that. Uh, so, But personally, I, I bet you Mako thinks I'm a boob. Gotcha. So gotcha. I'm thinking, like, wow, what is with this guy that doesn't know how to do anything okay. is probably what he's actually thinking. Top 10 things people are too tired to do. This could have been a mixed morning mind better. We're turning it into our own Eric in the morning list. Let's see if your list matches this list. You ready? Yes. There we go. Oh, my God, Adam, you're too tired to do it. Laundry. Oh, my God. Oh, tell me about no, it. I can't I stand it. And what can't stand it? I love doing laundry, though. No. You want me to come over and do your laundry, Adam? Yeah, you can. I'll pay you to do it. I'm, I'm in. in. Whoa. <laughs> I'm in. Wow. Laundry. Uh, washing clothes and putting clothes away in the wardrobe. Comes in at number four. Okay. Uh, Anita, you're just too tired to do it. 
dinner. Cook dinner. Mm-hmm. Every yeah, night, pretty let's much. Call DoorDash or Grubhub again. Cook dinner comes in at number six. Okay. Wow. Number six. You're just way too tired, Tina. I'm too tired to eat. To I eat. wake up. Sometimes I wake up during the night hungry, and yeah. I'm, I'm too tired. That's, yeah. I'm Whip a runner, gets out of so. bed and goes and gets something to eat every night. Isn't that insane? I do that. That's insane. Well, night, but I'm a runner, so sometimes when I do longer runs, I wake up like that. Right. Yeah. I, I'm part I, of a, I, a group. I'm a not runner. Right. We're, we have a big group. We're getting <laughs> together and not running. I run to the pantry to get the Cheetos. Yeah, really? Oh, like 1 a.m. So I hear from all my not runners. They're like, hey, okay, we're meeting at 6 o'clock tomorrow morning to not run. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God, I'm too tired for that. <laughs> Too tired. Three one two two three three one zero one nine. Nick, you're too tired. I'm too tired to organize my bourbon collection. Yeah, it's a lot of work. To all that bourbon, it. all that organizing. In at number three, Mike, you're too tired. To have sex. There oh, he is. It's exhausting. That's number seven on the list. Number yeah, seven. Yeah, well, that just yeah. Takes a, sometimes takes a lot of effort. Bridget, too tired at number two. Wash my hair. That's at number eight mm-hmm. on the national list. Too tired to wash your hair. That's a big effort for women. Yeah, and then forget about styling it afterwards. For me, washing hair, that's like four seconds. And finally, in at number one, Maggie, you are too tired. To clean my house. That's it. That's the number one nationally, too. Oh, uh, too tired. Yeah. Is the house just completely destroyed right now? Not terrible. I try to pick it up, but yeah. to clean it. Oh, mm, no. I haven't wiped a counter in weeks. There's yeah, just built up. Oh, I know. Yeah. Hey, yesterday, I ran into like three people like, hey, that, uh, you haven't Dr. Most on? I, I haven't heard anything lately. I got to know what's going on. And uh, then somebody said, you know, I listen to him on the podcast every single time he's on. It's crazy. And then I, uh, so I sent uh, Dr. Most a uh, uh, message yesterday. I said, does this look, the rash look bad to you? And he's like, can we talk about something else? So we said, all right, fine. We'll talk about it this morning because a lot has changed. I told you the world is flipped upside down. What was left is right. What was up is down. It's all over the board. So let's say hello to Dr. Kevin Most, Chief Medical Officer with Northwestern Medicine Central DuPage Hospital. Hi there, Dr. Most. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Excellent. How are you? Well, I'm not sure I'm ready for 30 below, but I, oh, I guess I uh, I'm doing pretty good. It's going to be insane, isn't it? Can yeah. that kill the yeah. virus? Can 30 below kill the virus? <laughs> Yeah, 30 below can kill you, and yeah. so if you have the virus, it certainly could, yeah. Good angle. That takes care of that problem. Good angle. Yep. So now, uh, Dr. Most, more people have been vaccinated in total than total cases. That has to be some kind of positive, right? Absolutely. You know, and this this just hit yesterday, so you hope that, you know, my goal is optimism will overcome complacency, you know, and this is a very optimistic thing right now. You know, if you look at yesterday, we hit over 26 million vaccinated, higher number than those infected. And now start to do the math at a million, you know, 1.3 million vaccinations a day, roughly. Wow. By the end of this month, we'll have twice as many people vaccinated that have had the, than have had the illness. So people have to look at that and say, wait, we have turned a corner here. And, and now there's this wave of, of, of surpassing all these numbers. Now, I, I, I heard on the way in this morning, actually, about the AstraZeneca, which is coming, also the Johnson & Johnson. But somebody had said the AstraZeneca, and I'm oversimplifying this, is potentially so good that it can fight off the variants. And also, it's the epitome of not only protecting you, but protecting those around you. Any truth to any of that? 
Absolutely. You know, we almost wish AstraZeneca hadn't screwed up their study initially because really the data that's coming out right now is so promising. So the two points that you make, another point that, that you're making now is AstraZeneca is being used in the UK as a single dose, 76% effective. So they're looking at throw a broader blanket that's thinner, but make sure we get more people. So that's great. Two, the other point that you ta- just mentioned is, the other studies didn't say, boy, if you get vaccinated, could you still spread the illness? AstraZeneca did that portion of the study. It appears to be about 70% effective in stopping the spread of the illness, not only stopping just the symptoms. And that's big. That's really an important part that maybe doesn't get talked about enough, correct? Absolutely. That, that's when, you, you know, you, you don't need masks. Right. You know, because I'm not, gonna, I'm, a, I'm not afraid I'm going to spread it to you because I'm, I can't be asymptomatic. I've been vaccinated. So when we hit that number and we hit those guys uh, properly, you're, you're going to see the decrease in the number of masks and you're going to get back to normalcy. Right. So we've seen the Moderna. We've seen uh, the AstraZeneca coming. Now, the Johnson & Johnson one, that's the one I want to get because I don't like needles. So that's a one-shot deal. How do we stand on all that? Yeah, so Johnson & Johnson, this is a big week for them. Obviously, they're turning in, asking for their EUA. And like you said, Johnson & Johnson, single shot. So now this is much easier. It stays in a refrigerator, good for up to three months. When we look at the Pfizer and the Moderna, once we uh, reconstitute them and put them in the liquid form, we have a period of about six hours to use them. So Johnson & Johnson is going to be a game changer. They have seven factories that are going to be able to make the vaccine. They're going to have 100 million vaccines by June. So if you look at 100 million from Pfizer, 100 million from Moderna, 100 million from J&J, and possibly not even adding in AstraZeneca and Novamax, we're well over the population of the United States. So now we just have to get rid of the vaccine hesitancy, and we'll be in a much better place this summer. I just want to rewind for one second, Dr. Most, because I don't think I fully grasped what you were saying. So up until this point, if you get a vaccine, we still don't know for sure that you can't still spread it. We just know that it'll protect you from being sick. Correct, Whip. You know, when, when we look at the vaccine, all we have looked at is will it cause symptoms? Will it cause illness? We didn't look to see will it harbor, will it still allow you to be an asymptomatic person harboring virus? AstraZeneca did it. Pfizer and Moderna did not do that in their portion of the study. We wish they would have, but they didn't. But AstraZeneca has. So those who are going to get the AstraZeneca, you can be reassured that you have a decreased chance of spreading. Now, you've talked talked all about the vaccines and all that's great news. But, you know, the million dollar question that many of us have is, okay, that's great. How and where am I going to get this? Yeah. So we're still in 1B, you know, so we're still looking at those over the age of 65. And when are we going to get to 1C, which is those between 16 and 64 with some health conditions? Hopefully soon. Um, the numbers are coming out. You know, the, the, the supply is still well below what the demand is, obviously. Right, right. But, uh, but I think you're going to start to see more production. And Johnson & Johnson is going to be the tipping point. And the vaccines, are I saw the story yesterday, are now going to start to be shipped. I can't remember the number, but to, to different uh, drugstores, the CVSs and the Walgreens? Yeah, I, you know, I think the government did a good thing here. They're going to ship a million doses to 6,500 pharmacies. So about each pharmacy, depending on where, is going to get about 150. Now, I would say don't run out and start calling your pharmacies right now. They're going to be looking at underserved areas. They're going to be looking at uh, areas where we have uh, greater demand for cases. 
So it's not going to be in every pharmacy, obviously, but certainly it's going to go into those uh, communities that were hit the hardest, which is the absolute right thing to do. Many people can walk to their pharmacy, but they can't get you know, a bus ride or a, a car ride to the hospital. You got any, uh, a couple extra of those laying around anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just. I'm just saying. Just something to be thinking about. You got yours, right? Yes, I did. I got the. I got the Pfizer. Had very little side effects, just a little arm pain, but really nothing besides that. Okay. Um, and people are, you know, talking about the side effects. I can tell you one thing: they haven't listed on the side effects, and I can see it every day. Yeah. Is the smiles on the face and the optimism hey, of people hey, that have received uh-huh. it. There's Captain Half. There you right there. Yeah, Doctor Most, uh, this brought up a question in my mind. Do you know how long the vaccine is effective for? And along those lines, uh, antibodies—the antibodies—we just heard about what Rita Wilson. Rita she Wilson. said her antibodies have faded because she had it about whatever ten, eleven months ago. Mm-hmm. So, do you think that those two things match up? Like the shot will last about that long, based on the antibody studies that have been done? Right. So. Two different questions, Whip, and I'll answer them both. You know, the vaccine we're, is obviously tracking very well as far as effectiveness because we've only really been looking at it for probably getting close to, what, eight, nine months because we had the studies started in the summer. So we'll know more about how long the vaccine lasts and whether we'll need to have a booster. I heard you talk about Rita Wilson yesterday, mm-hmm. and I want people to be really um, understanding this. When we test for antibodies, we're testing to see if you've had the, va- uh, the virus recently. Does your body still have antibodies? We have these things called T cells, and T cells remember infections. Mm-hmm. So we look, uh, so although Rita Wilson doesn't have any antibodies circulating in her body that we can measure, she has them there. They're still there. And she has these things called T cells. So if she were to be exposed to another COVID, the T cells turn on and make antibodies. So don't be concerned that the antibodies that we measure in the body wane because it has to hit a level where we're not going to notice it. But also we have these wonderful cells in our body that are everywhere in our body that are looking for infections that they've seen before. And once they see it, they turn on the immune response. I never really mentioned it before, but uh, T cell is also the name that I use when I broke into rap music. (laughs) (laughs) Very, I've never, I haven't talked about that much. A hot thing right now. You're jumping on that bandwagon. Uh, Speaking of music, uh, Doctor Mose, let's uh, let's get to the important stuff here too. Summer of Rock uh, got canceled last summer. We ask every time, are you optimistic we're going to get to go to the Summer of Rock? Some Lollapalooza, maybe a Cubs or a White Sox game. Is that going to happen, Doctor? Allison Harwoody yesterday said, no, 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 not for months and months and months. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I I guess I'm a little more optimistic. If we get the vaccines in people and we can distribute them, fine. You see a lot of places right now are kind of gaming the system. I shouldn't even say that, but they're saying, boy, we used to have a festival in June. We're now going to move it to August or September. Summerfest, for example. Milwaukee did that. Yeah, Yeah. Exactly. We see this big wave. There's going to be plenty of vaccine here in May, June, July. And now as long as people get vaccinated and we hit that number of 70%, there'd be no reason why we couldn't. All right. All uh, interesting and important news to uh, gather and absorb, Dr. Most. We uh, thank you for your time. And uh, will you keep us updated as these things continue to develop? Absolutely. And you know, I'll, I'll just shoot you a text every so often okay. because yeah. you tend me texts all the time about rashes and <laughs> broken know. bones and things. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm actually going to send you. I have this other rash. I'm going to send you a you picture got of it. it. All right. Thanks. <laughs> See you later. There's Dr. Kevin Most. It's time to find out the uh, top three things 
trending on Twitter as we sit here this morning. Violetta has been looking those up. Are you ready to go? I am. Okay. Number three. Okay. So scientists have taught spinach to send emails. Planned human communication is finally here. It's wonderfully weird. Spinach roots detect the presence of nitro aromatics in the groundwater and then emit some signal. That signal is then picked up by an infrared camera, and that camera sends an email to scientists. So they're not exactly typing it up, but right. an email is sent. Um, and that could help detect landmines, pollution, and even upcoming droughts. So, so it's if really you have cool. a landmine below the uh, spinach you just planted? Well, yeah, but I think they that's can good use to it know. somehow. That's, that's, that's yeah. a good thing when to know. When it comes time to go back, it'll so ease your mind. Your spinach sends you an email like, hey, I don't know if you saw this, <laughs> but right down here. And there's, again, another email that I can ignore and not answer. Right. Hey, the spinach will be like, don't say I didn't warn you. Right, yeah, I told you. I don't know what you want from me. And then me. you can eat the spinach. Trending on Twitter number two. Hashtag odd ways to wake up uh, is trending right now. People are coming up with funny ways to wake up. A couple of the most popular ones, actually the most popular one right now, is with a tiger in your room. They're kind of quoting the hangover clip oh, and yeah. using that gif. There you go. Yeah, a little hangover, a little Mike Tyson tiger, too. Remember oh, yeah. that Mike Tyson like that? What's the weirdest way you ever woke up? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I would uh, like the email. I would ignore this trend on Twitter because it's kind of dumb. This is just people who just don't have anything else to do. No, there's a lot of those people that have become so enamored with. Look, I'm going to put a picture of me with a tiger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and trending on Twitter, number one. Okay, you might like this one. Okay, uh, rapper- well, I like the last two. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, well, you're going to like this one most. Rapper Money Bag Yo, you know him from your uh, rapper. Well, yeah, from back when I was a T cell. Right. Did he open for you, or are you open for no, him? Oh, I opened for Moneybag oh, Yo. Okay, yeah. Money, yeah. Moneybag Yo doesn't open yeah. for anybody. Uh, I carried Moneybag Yo's bags. Right. Oh, Yo. They yeah. were heavy, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, he just dropped a new single called Time Today. He tweeted out saying, this only the beginning, and uh-huh. the album too crazy, so stay tuned. See, that was part of the problem I had as Tiso, because I always sent things that were grammatically correct. <laughs> I, no one wants that. <laughs> and it never really kept, caught on. I, I wasn't street enough. I gave it a shot, though. Yeah, you did. This is how you make it work. Three behavioral science tips to improve your dating odds. At number three, know what you want and when you want it. Number two, set a date and when you're going to start dating. And three, screw the spark. You don't need no stinking spark. I mean, look at this. 312-233-1019. Swanee is telling me he cannot handle the calls. There are so many. Really? Wow. Hello there, Gretchen. Hi. No spark. No spark. In fact, I thought he was a jerk. (laughs) Not only no spark, there was dislike. Yes. He was very sarcastic, and I could not stand his humor, and... (laughs) took about two years for me to warm up to the idea of us becoming something more than co-workers, and now we've been married for 20 years. Look well, at that. together. Oh. Together 20 years. Congratulations for Look getting over all that, that stuff in the beginning. Wow, and Violetta says she just doesn't have the time for that. Did you feel like that? Um, I was starting to feel that way, <laughs> and, then, and then he popped the question. I was like, okay, maybe I can handle this. Aha. Okay. All right, so no spark. That's and great. you made it work. Beth, no spark? Well, no, no smart spark. It was actually, um, I kind of had a crush on his best friend. Oh, yeah, it's spark with his best friend, but not him. Yeah, I've been there. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And you've been there. Interesting. And uh, how did you eventually come around to him? So it was two years of friendship and, you know, the... 
the best friend did not have the spark for me. So, um, you know, two years later, he ended up just leaning in and kissing me, and that was 30 years ago. Yeah, I went for the lean in. Yep, yep. It can be awkward around this uh, best friend where you got the spark. 312-233-1019. Hey, Ashley. Hi. No spark? Yeah, my feet, I'm actually now fiance. We met in college, and he was very persistent and very interested, and I had no interest whatsoever. Um, so we just were friends mm-hmm. for a while, and then uh, eventually we just started dating, and then it became more. Now, I'm going to ask you kind of a direct question here, if I can, Ashley. Uh, yeah. You say you had no spark, you had no interest. Was it uh, you just didn't find him attractive? Or you didn't find him interesting, or you, what about it was the thing that just made you go, I don't know, initially? Um, I don't really know. It was kind of just like I wanted to friend zone him really bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Okay. And uh, it was his persistence and his pushing that eventually wore you down? I guess, yeah. And his he's like stupidly funny. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I guess that really eventually wore me down. Yo, know, the old stupidly funny goes a long way, doesn't it, D? Yes, it does. Total opposite of what I was looking for. I've been together 20 years. He made me laugh, so I said I'd give him a try. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's it. If he hadn't made you laugh, there probably would have been no chance with him? No chance. Oh, wow. <laughs> Better stay See? funny. Now, does he know that, do you think? No. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he's yeah. the whole package. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just keep that quiet. <laughs> All right. Uh, won't you be my neighbor? 312-233-1019. Strangest neighbor wins prizes. Uh, Whip, 63% of people occasionally socialize with their neighbors. Have you ever had Mako and Lachelle over for some of your world-famous quesadillas? Oh, man, I should. No, but I have had tacos at his house because he does that, too. Nice. I know. Nice. Hey, have you ever had Will over for a nice glass of Pinot uh, with the lights dimmed? <laughs> no, I haven't. Well, right. But I did have to use his uh, wine opener once, and I think he yeah. thought I was going to invite him over. I ah, thought something special was about mm. to happen. Won't you be my neighbor, strangest neighbor? Uh, get ready. We're going to have to pick a winner here, okay? Okay. Hi, Sergio. Hey, good morning. Uh, strange neighbor? Yes, my neighbor waters his plants when it rains. Waters his plants while oh. it's raining. That's strange. Yeah, you can't be too sure to make sure. you got to be careful make sure they get enough. All right, hold on, Sergio. Dawn, strange neighbor. Uh, yeah, hi. Good morning. Good morning. Um, my neighbor cuts his grass in his underwear. And I know they're underwear because they're, they're tidy whities Oh, nice. Um, and also, he had his window open one day. Uh-huh. Um, and he was hanging from some kind of trapeze thing. Oh, boy. He Whoa. sounds like a blast. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my God, yeah. Cuts grass in his underpants and uh, does weird stuff on a trapeze. <laughs> All right, hold that. Hold that. Hey, Nikki, my strange neighbor. Hi. So the first time we met, my neighbor was at a black party, and he had his hands in raw shrimp that he was skewering. Um, to put on the grill, uh-huh. and so he took the skewer and wiped the raw shrimp juice all over my husband's arm. Aha, uh-huh. wiped raw shrimp juice on your husband. Oh, my gosh. Oh, good neighbors. Hang on. Hang on. Won't you be my neighbor there, Jeff? Oh, yeah. I got a crazy neighbor. He likes to uh, sit in the back of his property, smoke his marijuana while he talks to his marijuana plant. <laughs> oh. All right. <laughs> Seems He's sitting like a, back there, right? He's like a good guy to know. Swanee's like, yeah. why don't you like when I do that? <laughs> Swanee's neighbor called. Oh, why don't you like it? Swanee, is that your neighbor? <laughs> so. All right, hold on. Hold on there, Jeff. Okay. Uh, my strange neighbor there, Ken. These are good. 
Well, my neighbor uh, called the police to have us arrested because our dog pooped on the wrong side of her sidewalk. Oh, no. And oh, no. So the police the police actually came and apologized profu- profusely for disturbing us. Yeah. Crazy, <laughs> crazy neighbors. Dogs pooping in the wrong spot. Don't okay. even get me started. Hold on. Hey, Deanna. Hi, I have a neighbor who walks the neighborhood with uh, and does yard work with a parakeet on her shoulder. That's good luck. <laughs> That's trained parakeet. Yeah. All right. Uh, who's it going to be? Waters his plants in the rain, cuts his grass in his underpants with the trapeze, wipes shrimp juice on my husband, talks to his marijuana plants, uh, dog poop on the wrong side, and there's a parakeet on that lady's shoulder. Whip. I got to go with the uh, guy in his underwear and the trapeze. All right, Violetta. I got to go with the guy watering his plants while it's raining. Mm-hmm. Swanee? Swanee, any votes? <laughs> Swanee's going to vote for his neighbor. Watch this. Yeah. There he goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's he going to be? I'm going go with the underpants guy. Oh, you going to go with the underpants guy. All right, underpants guy it is. All right, hi there, Don. Hi, good morning. I don't want too much information, just your town. What town do you live in? Lockport. Lockport. Oh, it's where, a good look out where there. People cut their <laughs> pants or cut their grass in their underpants. Load up the U-Haul. Get the hell out of town. Especially if you're newly divorced. A survey has discovered divorced men tend to move here. Divorced women tend to move there. Where is there? Any guesses? Any guesses? Any guesses? I'm thinking Tennessee. Tennessee. Arizona. Arizona. Tony. I'm going to say Florida. Florida. No. But Mm. if it's worth anything to you, Tony, that's where divorced men go. Okay, Uh thank you. Yeah. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Good tip. Good tip. (laughs) Yep. Divorced men tend to move to the sunshine state, according to a new study. That makes sense. All right, so where do women go then? Divorced women go where, Denise? Is it Georgia? Georgia. No. 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 Not Georgia. Too close to Florida. Yeah, not the peach state. No, no, no. Divorced women tend to go where, Jen? Uh, Texas. I'm sorry? Texas. Texas is exactly right. Oh, that's so fun. That's so fun. Yeah, I see that now. It makes sense. Yeah, Maybe find it? yourself a cowboy. Yeah, watch the go. cows run through the street. A lot of cows. Yeah, actually, in Texas, there's cows everywhere. Yep, go to, you go to Dallas, downtown Dallas, cows. <laughs> Cowboys, and everybody's got hats on. It's yep. a good vibe it's, over there. A lot of live very, music, very good barbecue. Hey, uh, Jen, you ever been to Texas? Uh, a couple times. My girlfriend just moved to Austin, actually. Oh, there you go. Hook them horns. Does she have a done. cow running through her yard? Yeah, does she have a cow? <laughs> Not yet. How about a cowboy hat? Oh, for sure, 100%. Is she she divorced? Yes. Ah, she's in the right spot. So divorced men go to Florida first, then California, then North Carolina, then Virginia, then Texas. Oh, that's the last spot. Yeah. Hmm. Women, on the other hand, go to Texas. That's their most popular destination, and it doesn't even list. Oh, yeah, here it is. Then it follows uh, with Florida, and I believe Arizona's in there somewhere. With. Okay, so yeah. a lot of uh, warm weather, yeah, southern destinations. Yeah. Divorced men move to Florida. Divorced women move to Texas. So somebody needs to figure out uh, how to get those two states side by side so all these people can meet each other. Yeah, yeah mingle. So. Key. And then they can fall in love, although falling in love is not easy anymore either. Yeah, tell me about it. Yeah. At least if you're listening to, oh, we're back in the Zodiac Zone, Whip. Oh, really? Okay. Well, this is uh, where it's all knowing. The Zodiac signs rank from hardest to easiest to fall in love. 
So whatever sign you are, hardest to easiest to fall in love. What do you think is, uh, would you like to know, the hardest Zodiac sign to fall in love with or to fall in love with you or the easiest? The hardest. Any guesses? Taurus. Taurus, the bull. Sagittarius. Sagittarius something, the the crab or something. (laughs) No. No, you're you're both wrong. (sighs) It's Aquarius. Oh. Um, Nuts. Aren't you Aquarius? I am. Oh, wow. (laughs) I am. Uh, hardest sign to fall in love to the easiest. I'll give you the rundown. You ready? Yes. Okay. Hardest is Aquarius. It starts to get easier. Gemini, Capricorn, Scorpio, Virgo, Leo, Pisces. Yay! <laughs> Yay, I'm middle of the pack. Yeah. Aries, Libra, Sagittarius, Taurus at number two, oh. easiest to fall in love with. Man, okay. And in at number one, give it up for cancer. If you're a cancer, you're the easiest to fall in love. The weekend. Daft Punk. I wonder. Uh, do we see a Daft Punk appearance halftime of the Super Bowl? Oh, I don't know. Or do you get two people out there to wear the helmets I mean, yeah, and pretend to play anyway. a keyboard and say it's them? You can just run a track and just see yeah, You never <laughs> exactly. know. Yeah, why not? Let's see him. All right, just made that announcement. Tomorrow we'll have tickets to see the weekend. you got to wait till January 23rd and 24th to see it. But, hey, it's a start. Yeah. All right, it's a start. Sure. He's going to be at the United Center. And uh, tickets go on sale Monday, February 8th at 10 a.m. Also, since we were talking about the Super Bowl and the halftime performance, the weekend looks back at his career in a new Super Bowl ad that you're going to see with Pepsi. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So you get a nice. whole weekend uh, career retrospective Super Bowl ad. That'd be great. I, and I saw the list of ads. There's a lot. As to be expected, you hear a lot of people watch the Super Bowl for the ads. Uh, Budweiser debuted their new Bud Light Legends Super Bowl commercial yesterday. They're bringing them all back. Cedric the Entertainer, the Dilly Dilly guys, oh, no. the Dilly Dilly Knights oh, are back. Really? The Real American Heroes are back. I like those. Oh, yeah. And the I Love You Man guys. Aw. Okay. All coming back. Uh, Dolly Parton has done an update for 9 to 5 for a Squarespace Super Bowl ad. Oh, really? Okay. So you're going to see Dolly. Uh, she's hot as ever. Yeah. Uh, they say that uh, she might get another offer to come get the Congressional, Congressional, what is it? Uh, yeah, the Congressional Medal, Medal, Medal of, of Freedom, Freedom, and she turned it down twice, twice, but she said it wasn't for, like, Trump reasons, but she doesn't COVID. necessarily know now because then she'd look like she was, quote, doing politics right. if she took it. So she's weighing her uh, options there. So Dolly, uh, you'll see here on Super Bowl Sunday, you'll also see Michael B. Jordan. He gets shirtless. Congratulations, everybody. Oh. In Amazon's Alexa's Body Super Bowl ad. Oh. So Michael B. Jordan, who is great. You ever see him in Rocky? He's yeah, he, or Creed. Creed, I mean, yeah. yeah. He's uh, great. There's also, I don't know if you have the Will Ferrell on the list there. Uh, well, we'll see. Hang on. Lil Nas X will narrate a Super Bowl ad soundtracked by his new single. Okay. So you're going to see that. Uh, John Travolta does a TikTok dance with his daughter in a Super Bowl ad. Oh, how awkward. Mm. Yeah. How awkward. I thought yeah. you would find that cute and adorable. Sweet. Mm, yeah, I think it's supposed to, yeah, I think it's going to be awkward, and that's why it's going to be cute and sweet. I would think so. Hi. Hi. Thank you, John. Uh, Lenny Kravitz. Oh, I love him. Is starring in a Stella ad. So mm. you'll see Lenny uh, at, uh, at some point during the show, which would be nice. So you do love him. He's yeah, not he awkward. seems smooth like yeah, a Stella. He, he's very, he's uh, Lenny Kravitz. He's nothing if he's not smooth. I. All right, what else do we have here? Miller Lite 
is offering free beer for Super Bowl fans who can type out a ridiculously long URL. Ah, It's okay. an 836-character URL. No, well, somebody will do it. And to the search browser to score an $8 for a signature six-pack. The reason Miller Lite <laughs> claims burning one calorie is as simple as typing in a ridiculously long URL. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Miller Lite will share the wealth via Venmo. So you can get that deal going. And finally, I don't have the Will Ferrell, but you know something about that? Yeah, uh, he is going to be in a General Motors commercial in which he and Keenan Thompson and Aquafina go to Norway to wage war against them, courtesy of the uh, electric vehicles. Them, you mean uh, we wage war against Norway? The Norwegians. Take on the Norwegians. Yeah, based on, uh, somehow based on the electric vehicles that uh, GM is putting out. Got it. Yeah. The weekend uh, was trending. Yeah. Is that part of it? Yeah. Oh, Okay. All right, well, let's get it. Is it in the top three, obviously? Yeah, yeah, of course. What number is it? Number one. All right, we'll get right back then. We'll okay. get right back to uh, my story <laughs> for the weekend. Here are the top three things in it, number three. Okay, starting off with the Golden Globe nomination list being out. We've been hearing about that from Whip and News, and James Corden is trending because of that. He was nominated for actor in a musical or comedy for his performance in Prom. If you missed that movie, it was a very bright musical. Everybody missed it. Yeah, we missed it. Uh, well. Everybody missed every single performance nominated in any Golden Globes category. Yeah. Trending on Twitter, number two. It's National Signing Day, an exciting day for high school football athletes when they can officially sign their national letter of intent with college teams. Yeah, we'll see how that turns out. Everybody goes to Alabama. That Well, if they're, if, they're, if they're lucky. You ever see some of those? It's kind of scandalous. Like sometimes some kid will uh, do a whole thing at his school and he'll pretend that he signed somewhere and then it turns out like no he really didn't really yeah, then, well they changed their mind well i mean like or they're just like living a lie it's kind of sad anyway i don't know what you're talking about well, this, this they have, fake getting... you can google this like there was some maybe it was only one time but this is what i always think okay. of okay where a kid he called a press conference at his high school with <laughs> like his coach and his mom and everybody was there like they had a school assembly and you know you reveal you take the hat from under the desk this is where i'm going right. and he said i'm gonna go to and i think it was oregon let's say and then everybody's like oh my god he's going to oregon great and then the oregon people came out they're like He's not coming. We don't here. even know him. We never recruited him, oh. and oh my god, he's crazy. Oh. Kind of sad, but anyway, that we digress. Well, he got the attention that he wanted for a few moments. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's really yeah, that's all true. that matters. Yeah. And finally, <laughs> there you go. Big news for um, the weekend. Other than preparing for the Super Bowl halftime show on Sunday, he is also, and we have also announced his tour in 2022, which is making a stop right here at the United Center. Think about it. It's not. That far away, I guess. Next, next January, it's not. You have said, and you're right. We have announced shows a year in advance, even before the pandemic. Yeah. Back in 2018, when we actually had concerts, it would happen. Everybody wanted to get so early right. with their show to get ticket sales going. Yeah, I remember they it was usually like, announced it a year in advance. You'd say like uh, it's you know August and next July. Yeah, Shawn Mendes is going to be right. wherever. Well, and this is really big news because no other artist really has a tour coming up. Right. All right, so the weekend is coming back to the United Center, January 23rd and 24th, I believe. Tickets go on sale Monday. We will have them to give away. I don't even know how we're going to do this anymore tomorrow. Yeah, how exciting. All right, thank you. Thanks for listening to the Eric in the Morning podcast. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss a moment of Eric in the Morning on 101.9 The Mix Chicago.